What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to interact with the show, and we want you to interact with the show, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at Podcast. By signing up for our mailing list, the link to that is in the description below. It just says join our IndiePod mailing list. That's us and a few other shows. The first newsletter comes out this next week. We'd love to have you on that. You can also join our Discord. The link to that is also in the description below. And we have a website where you can send in voicemail. And that is podpage.com slash MTAN. Anyway. So a while back, we reviewed the original, the classic, the masterpiece, Beauty and the Beast. And today, we are reviewing the remake that nobody asked for, Beauty and the Beast Part 2. And joining me to do that, it's not the full gang. It is, however, Grant Stonewall Skillen. How you doing, Grant? Grant Stonewall Skillen. <laughs> I'm doing good. Well, we are going to talk spoiler-free first. So if you haven't seen this new one, do listen here, and we'll give you a spoiler warning when we get to spoilers. All right. Grant, what did you think of this one? So this is going to be a fun episode because this is one of the few things we reviewed that we have differing opinions on. Yeah, it's pretty much the anti-Tombstone, I think, except this one isn't universally beloved. Yeah, this one is not universally beloved, but I enjoy it, and I do not understand some of the hate that it gets. I don't understand why people don't like it. It's good, just like the original one. Um, So I'll get more into my hatred for it in the spoilers section but i really do not like this movie it feels like a disney-fied remake of a disney movie and so it just it was shallow to me it it felt wrong um i i don't know there were a couple of things that really ticked me off like the design of beast bothered me like physically like bothered me um are you are you saying that he should have looked more beastly, if that makes sense, instead of more humanly? Maybe less horny or less horny. Um, that's a double <laughs> entendre for all of those. But like, he literally had horns, and it looks terrible. Um, I don't know. I didn't mind that he looked more human. I minded the horns, and it just—I don't know—it bothered me. The CGI was like ridiculously terrible, in my humble opinion. Um. I personally didn't hate it. Okay. Well, I guess art is in the eyes of the beholder, right? Um, so I said a couple of the things I kind of hated about it that weren't super spoilery. Was there anything you like about it that you could talk about, like, without spoiling? I mean, I like how they kept it. It's it's longer, but they kept it pretty similar to the original version. Obviously, with the singing style, I liked that in the original one. Mm-hmm. I liked it in this one. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting to like this. I actually liked Emma Watson as Beauty. She was good. As Belle. She was very good. Yeah. I, I put, I, I went into it a little bit biased for, I th- would think, obvious reasons, but she did a good job. You mean the fact that one of them is a beloved classic and the other one is newer and less beloved of a classic? Sure, we'll go with that. But, um, I don't know why else I you would dislike it. Emma Watson. Um,. I also enjoyed getting to hear me some Ewan McGregor. He was pretty good. Um, 
I, I wish he was the beast personally, so we could have gotten more of him, but I like how Dan Stevens did as the beast. I just enjoyed it. I mean, I can see why I would have an issue with like the CGI, but just in terms of the movie itself, I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, another issue I had was sort of that same thing you mentioned with the song. I'm on the other side of that. They didn't change anything. There wasn't a new song that I remember. There wasn't anything that felt new and exciting. It felt pointless to me. Like, I, I don't know. Um, after seeing, you know, the, the classic that's only 29 years old at this point was only 26 at that point. I couldn't come up with a good reason. Like, there was no good reason to have remade it. Like, with Maleficent, they told a different side of the story. That was cool. But with Beauty and the Beast, it just felt like they did the exact same thing, but just shot it differently. And it, I mean, it just bothered me. But um, I guess that's potato potato, right? Some like it, some don't. Yeah, and but where you didn't like it, I enjoyed that they didn't. Like I like if they made a sequel to, it, I don't know how they would have really done that, or if they, I don't know what they would have done making the sequel or prequel. But I think that could have been cool. But since they didn't do that, I enjoyed how they kept it largely the same. Obviously, they didn't want to make it like one hundred percent exactly the same. But I enjoyed it. I mean, that's. I mean, I just enjoyed it. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, so we got an email. <laughs> Somebody, um, I don't know who it was. I, I the sender name wasn't like super clear. But um, you know who you are. We got an email. We got our first email. I was super excited. They're like, hey, this is an interesting take on The Mandalorian. You guys should cover this. And it's got a YouTube link. Oh, it was link. an interesting take. <laughs> and the YouTube link is Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. And honestly, I really hope you're never going to give us up because we could use your listen. Can I come clean about something? Sure. Shout out to my co-conspirator with that one. Hold up. That was you? It was not me. But I was involved with it. Okay, so I, I take back what I said about our first email. I could send emails all day too, Grant. I did not send the email. A member of our community approached me with this idea. Shout out to my co-conspirator. You know who you are. All right. Um, good joke. Um, I, I will say I did click away as soon as I saw that horrid face because I knew exactly what had happened. <laughs> Um, but it was quite funny. I, I enjoyed it, honestly. Um, thank you. We will, um, we welcome more emails, even if they are just jokes. So I don't know. Maybe next time you email Grant Skillen at his personal email. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this version, if you've seen the other version, we're not going to spoil a lot for you. It's the same movie. Um, except crappier. It's, it's the same movie with a slightly varied plot, but. Not, live action and not I don't even know if they buried the animated. plot, honestly. It felt like the same. Well, it's also an hour longer, almost. Yeah, I know, and I don't know where the hour went. Like, I couldn't think of any one scene that felt longer. I mean, the only thing I can think of is just that with it being live action, like, the talking may have been slower and the movements may have been slower. But, I mean, it, it felt like the same movie, but somehow it was an hour longer. So I don't really get it either. But yeah, I think they got rid of a couple of sub uh, plot points too. Actually, can think of it. Um, we'll talk about that over the spoiler wall. But if you haven't seen this one and you want to listen on and you've seen the old one, absolutely do. You're not going to miss much. Um, I think even Grant will admit that it's not as good as the original. I I will agree. I mean, I think it. Like, obviously, depending on the amount of time you have, that obviously is a factor. But I think mainly it would just come down to, do you prefer a live action or do you prefer an animated? 
Yeah, I, I can agree with that, except I thought this one was worse, but that's okay. Um, so yes, it's a slightly worse remake, I would, I would say. I, I put words in Grant's mouth. Um, but it, it, I mean, it's Disney. If you want to watch it, watch it. I'm not going to judge you. It's menus. It's, it's similar. Yeah. Um, anyway, we are talking spoilers as of now. All right, Grant. Thanks. Speak them. So, um, the summary is Beauty and the Beast is the fantastic journey of Belle, a bright, beautiful, and independent young woman who is taken prisoner by a beast in his castle. Despite her fears, she befriends the castle's enchanted staff and learns to look beyond the beast's hideous exterior and realize the kind heart and soul of the true prince within. And you know what? If that's not Disney, I don't know what is. Yeah, no, it is It is a Disney-fied Disney. Um, yeah, if it if it sounds familiar, it is literally the exact same summary as the first movie. Same thing. Who, who could believe that? Yeah, I know. It's almost like they're the same movie. <laughs> Except our different screen time. Um, weird. Anywho. Um, so then it starts the same with the ball with all the peeps and um, the old lady. Sorry, as it's referred to in this disney.fandom.com plot so don't i'm i'm quoting them he's not a the hag. Sexist. yeah uh, the hag mm-hmm. the hag appears and offers the prince a rose prince says no to the hag as is referred to in this not my words um, <laughs> he is distancing he himself mocks. as much as possible <laughs> just like uh, just like a uh, community um he mocks her and declines the rose and then the old fart no <laughs> the lady then transforms herself into a beautiful enchantress and the prince begs for forgiveness but then she says yeet and turns all of them into turns him into a beast and turns all the servants and party goers into antiques and if the beast cannot find true love before the last petal falls on said rose then he would stay a beast forever and the servants would become non-living antique. I will say, you saying that just, it just hit me. That's how they found their hour. They, everything that was backstory in the original became like its own couple of scenes in this one. So, like, that was just a stained glass. It was like, I think literally two minutes long, but the scene in this one was forever. Like, I think it was, I think it was like eight minutes. So, like, you can add time, and I think that's what they did. I think that, I think that's how they did it. Yeah. The running time is two hours and nine minutes. Jeez. So it's legit 50 minutes longer. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find the running time of the original. I don't remember. Um, I will say, though, um, it's, so, the thing I hated the most about it, like, the thing I'd knock it for, is gonna sound really stupid, but I think it wraps up most of the movie. So there's a scene during the fight, when Beast jumps from, like, I think it was the house to, like, one of the little tower things, and he jumps at a 90 degree angle. He jumps very flat. It's not an arc. It's not even, like, physically possible. He doesn't slide at all. He just jumps flat. And I think that's what my biggest complaint about this movie is. It just felt flat. They didn't develop anything, and it just did not feel right to me. Like, they don't do anything. Um, It misses... Oh, the runtime for the... Sorry for kind of cutting you off, but the runtime for the original is 84 minutes. Jeez, that's a big change. 
so that is um, 40 extra minutes. Yeah. So they about 45 minutes they found. Yeah. So the back, it's probably just like at added movement time, but nothing like there was no scene that felt like it was added because everything had been told before, but you never really got it. Like, I don't know. They didn't fully animate it originally. We got to see the original ball and what happens there. Yeah. And then probably from there, it was just differences between animation and real life. Yes, probably. The tale is old as time. The the closing ball scene lasted a little longer. I feel like this is going to sound bad, but there's not a whole lot to review because it's just the same thing that we reviewed. Literally the same thing. Um, yeah. I There was like one other thing I like really hated about it, but it's not really even that big of a deal. Um, I guess it's more of the art style change. Like it went from like a gothic to like a Rococo, which kind of got rid of the... Um, the darkness that they had in the original. And so I think that's why, yeah, why beasts jump perfectly encapsulated everything. Cause the darkness is what gave the original story like a, um, sort of depth. But when beasts jumped flat, I realized right then the whole movie was just that jump. It was flat. It was terrible. It was, it was just perfectly summed up by that. I, there was no reason for it to exist. And it bothers me that it does. Now, Personally, I would have enjoyed a movie about, you know, maybe the first 20 years of Beast being Beast. I think that would have been cool. Um, I just want to see him in his castle with all the antiques getting mad at him and then him try, like, trying to stop himself from throwing them against the wall and breaking them. Or... Well, somebody else has to have come along, right? Because like, they, I remember in the original, they keep referencing that this might be the one, meaning there would have been others. Like, I think it could have been interesting had it, had it, they gone like a Rogue One style thing and just let it right up to like Bell's, Bell's appearance. So instead of telling it from Bell's perspective, you tell it from the Beast's perspective? Yeah. I would give it a gimmick because without a gimmick, it's the same movie except crappy. Um, so like, you know, with Sleeping Beauty, they did Maleficent and Maleficent was completely different. It, It completely changed the way you look at the villain of Sleeping Beauty. She no longer seems like a villain. Um, but with this movie, it does absolutely none of that. It just makes me hate Disney and, you know, they took my money. Like I didn't go see it, but had I, they would have taken my money. It, it, they they didn't. That's what they do with everything though. Yeah. Which is my problem with Disney, but that's another, another story. So, so do you hate capitalism now? No, or? I just hate stupidity. I don't like paying for the same thing twice. Especially if you tell me it's new and exciting when it's not new and exciting, it's boring and old. It'd be like George Lucas re-releasing episode four but changing one scene and calling it, oh wait, never mind, he did that. Um, let's see. Well, it's, it's not the same thing they released though. They completely, I, I'm gonna say they completely redid it in the terms of they took it from animation to live action. Oh, yeah, like their cost went way up, but they did nothing to advance the story. Like, I don't feel like I understood this movie any more than I understood the last movie, but I don't feel like I needed to either. It's just that this one did nothing for me. Like, what made the original so great, in my humble opinion, is that it was the original. It it was that story, and it perfectly did that story, and remaking it, it might be just as perfect of a doing of that story, but I've seen it before. Like, it, it just, it, I had seen it, and it felt wrong to consider it new and exciting. 
And that's probably the reason I hate this movie so much. Don't get me wrong. Love you and McGregor. Would have loved to see him as the beast because then we could have gotten a high ground scene and that would have been cool. Um, or like, hello there, Gaston. Something. But no, it's just terrible. Hello there. Yeah. Hello. I am Gaston. He would have been a good Gaston. It is cool me, Gaston. Gaston. Right. Yeah, he would have been a good Gaston, too. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I would watch a Ewan McGregor Beauty and the Beast movie where Ewan McGregor was the uh, being John Malkovich of Beauty and the Beast. Um, you haven't seen being John Malkovich. John, being John Malkovich is a movie where John Malkovich plays, I think, literally everybody. Um, hmm. So, a Ewan McGregor where he's Belle, the Beast, Lumiere, <laughs> all of them. It, it would That would mean he has to shave his beautiful beard. No. Jean Malkovich had a mustache the whole time. No, um, it would have been it would have been cool. Um, I would have enjoyed it. That would have been cool. Honestly, it would have been fun. Um, more fun than this. It would have had a gimmick, and I would have paid for the gimmick. Um, honestly, I feel like this is going to be my problem with every Disney remake, except for like three of them. Like I know they did the same thing with Lion King. I think Aladdin was a little bit different, but we'll have to do that one specifically. Um, I think that's going to be my main issue. That they're not any different. Yeah. And I, I really think that just the difference is just you wish it was a different story and just a different seeing it a different way or learning something new about the characters. Whereas I don't mind it just straight up being a remake. Yeah, I think that's going to be our main issue. And if, had I seen this version first and the other one second, I would probably feel exactly opposite. They're the same movie, but this one bothers me because I had seen the original first and I like the original a lot more. Um, honestly, it, it does come down to a, do you, are you okay with the idea of, of seeing the same movie twice and being told it's a different thing both times? I'm not. Did, are you sure that they even advertise it as a different thing? I'm not saying they advertise it as a different thing, but it was certainly presented as a new movie. It went to theaters. They're like, hey, Disney's doing Beauty and the Beast. And it was like a big deal. I remember it being a big deal. I remember talking about it at Flip and Swim practice. And like the girl I was talking to at the time was like, yeah, it was okay. And so I wanted to go see it because I wanted to simp. Um, and I didn't go see it. I'm very glad I didn't because it sucked. Um, I- On Rotten Tomatoes, the average rating for Beauty and the Beast is 6.69. Wait, what? Yeah, I gotta look up Rotten Tomatoes. Out of ten, I'm on Disney.Fandom.com about it, and with I was looking at the reception of it, and um, that's not how Rotten Tomatoes works, though. Well, it says its approval is seventy-one percent, and the average rating is six point six nine out of ten. That must be the IMDb. Um, yeah, so it's got a seventy-one percent approval. I think that's too high. I want to I want to know what the original one had, honestly. Um, the original one. Sorry for the clicks for those of you losing. Yeah, the original one had a 94, so everyone felt the same way I did. It was good. It just was the same movie except crappier. Uh, hold on. That's, so one person, uh, this is just off of Disney.Fandom.com. Mike Ryan of Uproxx praised the cast, production design, and the new songs while noting the film doesn't try anything different, saying... There's certainly nothing that new about this version of Beauty and the Beast, obviously besides it being a cartoon, but it's a good recreation of the classic animated film that should leave most diehards satisfied. Yeah, okay. I didn't hear a new song in the thing, so maybe there were a couple of touched up lines or something. I don't know. 
It it did not leave me satisfied. I like Disney movies. I I will happily watch. It said to leave Die Hard satisfied. Are you a Die Hard Disney princess? Are will, you a Disney princess? I happily watched Beauty and the Beast. I do not have a problem with it. It is a good story. All the potential women out there hear this. I have a sympathetic side. It is a good story. He does not. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't. Um, <laughs> um, cast is phenomenal. I love Emma Watson. I like Ewan McGregor. Josh I don't Jack. know if I've ever heard her sing before. I don't know that I ever wanted to, but she's good. Um, mm-hmm. I, Ewan McGregor can sing. Yeah. But I never. But there was no reason for them to like. I would have given this movie such a better score if there was one new song, just one. But there wasn't. It was the same thing. And I understand the the wanting to play towards nostalgia. But at some point, nostalgia can't outweigh the advancement of the story. So it just didn't. I don't know. I could have been nostalgic for watching Beauty and the Beast again. But it, even the live action has just pulled me out of that. It just felt wrong to me. And I have taken up way too much time just saying I hate this movie. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. If people are wondering why this isn't like a normal review and we're basically just talking about the same thing over and over, it's because this is the same thing as what we reviewed like two weeks ago? A month or three weeks ago? A month ago or whenever. I don't think it was that long, but yeah. It's the same. When, whenever our review of the original Beauty and the Beast came out, this is the same thing. The difference is, do you like live action with the same story, or would you have preferred a different story? And I, I think even you, I'm, I'm speaking for you here, would have preferred a different story. Like, if it was new, you would have liked it a lot, right? Like, a lot, or differently, I guess. It's not a- I like this one a lot. I would have... I'm less picky about a lot of stuff. This isn't... I'm not a... How, how do I want to word this? These types of Disney movies aren't my favorite, so I'm not as picky about them. Okay. Obviously, like, for example, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I had issues with, like, obviously The Last Jedi. I know you said you liked it for some reason. You okay, I didn't like but... it. Okay, I literally put out a tweet about this today <laughs> because it's trending. So, my... You said you liked it as a film, but not as a Star Wars film. My take on The Last Jedi... It's the only movie I've ever seen where I feel like it's the best film and somehow the worst movie in its franchise. In everything it did well as a film, it failed to do one thing, be a Star Wars movie. I feel like Ryan didn't get Star Wars at all, but the film as a film was very good. The things he did with the characters felt good for generic characters. They did not feel good for the characters he did them with. I can agree with the part about the character, like him not doing good with the characters. I just thought it sucked, honestly. Yeah, see... I watched it once as a Star Wars movie, and then I watched it again and just to try to clear my mind and see what I thought about it as a movie, and that that is what I came up with. I liked it as a movie if I removed literally everything else about Star Wars with it. It, it sucked as a Star Wars movie. Do not get me wrong, but I think it wasn't the problem with the trilogy. The problem with the trilogy is that they had no coherent story, but that's another another thing another day. Um, yeah, they had, yeah, they had no con- c- c- coherent story even daisy ridley's confirmed that like jj had his idea and then ryan johnson came in and i there's still a part of me that wishes we could have seen colin trevorrow's version of episode nine duel, duel of, fates. of the fates i would have paid for that um honestly i did so I don't... can i go on a can i go on a little star wars rant real quick you can choose if you want to sure. leave this in or not Grant's going on a star wars rant. everybody we're done um there's a pod page ad coming up you can quit now <laughs> but this that was it for your beauty and the beast you can do that okay um, all right. 
my letter grade is a D. Grant, what do you have? <laughs> I have an A minus. Wow, that's worse than Doomstone spread. But um, anyway, um, Grant, you can go on your Star Wars rant now. But first, let me tell you about PodPage. PodPage.com is the absolute best way to start a podcast website. It allows you to instantly integrate your podcast with the website and it helps with the theme and everything. It allows you to have one link to all of your episodes and all of your players. It's absolutely amazing. It really cuts down on my time. I don't have to add like a kite link or anything like that. It's just all in one and they do it for you. It's absolutely free. It's absolutely amazing. They also allow you to instantly generate tweets from your web page so you can use your description in your tweet and it's absolutely great. I love it. Cannot say I love it enough. Go check it out. And when you do, make sure you use promo code MTAN if you have a podcast. If you don't have a podcast, then you need one. And then go use promo code MTAN. It lets them know that we sent you and it gets you your first month of podcast or pod page premium for free. It's absolutely great. Cannot recommend it enough. And I'm just using the free features. So if you want podcast or pod page pro, after that first month, so you just keep paying. But otherwise, the, the free features are absolutely amazing. And now on to Grant's Star Wars rant. What's up, Grant? All right. So I'm going to make the case as to why Kathleen Kennedy's butt needs to go <laughs> and why we need John Favreau or Dave Filoni as the president of Lucasfilm. So first of all, Kathleen Kennedy would not let J.J. Abrams bring in – um. Hayden Christensen to play Anakin in really almost any fashion in The Rise of Skywalker because she did not want Anakin to take away the spotlight of Rey. The, the, yeah. So she would not let J.J. Abrams use even the slightest bit of what Colin Trevorrow had made. Jeez. Part of what Colin Trevorrow had made was Rey having a double-bladed lightsaber. I don't know what he had, and I think he had... A version. I'm trying to remember what happened. He had Ryan Johnson's version of the last two Star Wars movies. Either him or JJ had the idea of Ben, no longer Kylo, killing Palpatine, and then Palpatine's soul entering Kylo's or Ben's body, and then Ray has to kill Ben in order to kill Palpatine's soul. And I guess Palpatine just decides not to enter her. That's actually phenomenal. I hadn't read that. But um, what I understand is that they were not going to crap on The Last Jedi as much as they did in Rise of Skywalker. I think that it was going to make sense with what 8 was, unlike what 9 did. So instead of, you know, completely undoing everything that 8 had set up with Kylo B like the actual villain, they decided to, um, like you said, they were going to have the final fight be Kylo's the big bad. And I think that would have been much better because what yeah. what they did was crappy and it was terrible and I hated it. Um, what I personally hope for was a Kylo redemption arc where he would end up being good and living and not dying. Um, well, he got his redemption. He just died. So that was your issue? Yeah. Yeah. I also think them bringing back Palpatine, I think they did that a bit crabbily, but Um again, they had no story. <laughs> Once Ryan Johnson yeah. killed off Snoke, they had to come up with a villain that wasn't Kylo for it to work the way it did. And they couldn't. And so they just yeah. brought back Palpatine and they're like, He's the villain and we're like, What? Also, Ray Skywalker, is that a thing? 
no, it's not. Yeah, that's it, some bullcrap too. It, so um, the problem with that trilogy is they all hated the the ones that came before them, and it was terrible. Each one of them's fine, but they were bad together, and they were all bad as Star Wars movies. Yeah, so J.J. Abrams with Force Awakens, what he tried to do was copy um, A New Hope. It's episode four, 100%. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that because it gives a place to build on, and he, he left it up to Ryan Johnson. He gave him Snoke to be a bad guy, gave him Ray to be a good guy, with force powers and clearly knowing more than she should and you can go into that backstory kylo who was supposed to be like the next darth vader finn who could have been force sensitive um the best version ho yeah who could have been like the next han solo and set up a great place to go with it in my opinion from force awakens and then ryan johnson came in so do you know the american version of top gear the car show yeah it's half as good yeah, but what I always remember from that is there's a scene where I, I believe it was Adam or Tanner was in the back of an El Camino and flipped off people. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. But I just imagine Ryan Johnson walking in, seeing what J.J. Abrams did, and just shooting a few birds at it. Screw you, I'm doing this my way. I completely and disagree. Why do you disagree with that? Because I think what Ryan Johnson did was the right move. I think he executed it wrongly, but I like the idea of killing off Snoke and setting up Kylo as the villain. I like that too, but he also completely misunderstood characters. Look at how he handled Luke. Okay, Luke, That's cynical some crap. Luke was ten times better than whiny Luke. Let's be honest. But that was not Luke. I, I mean, I enjoyed the final scene with him, but him throwing the lightsaber... Okay, so he threw the lightsaber off, and then J.J. basically came back with his own birds when he had the scene where ray tried to throw the lightsaber in the fire and then luke walks out and that's no way to treat the weapon of a jedi that's exactly that <laughs> that scene, was that, it was the, that was literally jj abrams looking at ryan johnson and shooting him a bird hey dude so i didn't find the last jedi to be that upsetting over the force awakens it made sense. I like the way it took the movies. Now, personally, I'd have liked to see Ray get killed off, Finn become Force-sensitive, and set out on, like, a vengeance quest. But that's another thing. Um, also, what the heck was that? Um, now we'll never know because they ended the trilogy really crappily. But um, I think the problem was the last – or the Rise of Skywalker had to tie together a vision that J.J. didn't want to do. And so he tried to figure out how to undo – what had actually happened and it did not it didn't work i think i think he tried to undo some of what ryan johnson did in order to try to end it with something that could make any sort of sense what, but what in doing that it sense made about no ryan sense. johnson's for you other than the fact that you hated the character of luke what what story element didn't make sense I, i'm trying to remember some of the stuff that happened specifically in the movie so just give me a second. The big one was that Ray was a nobody and they killed off Snoke. Yeah. Which, that alone, with how they were setting up Snoke, there's no way he wouldn't have been able to see that coming if he was who had been set up by J.J. Abrams. He wasn't. My issue was he, is that. Was he ever set up as Force sensitive? He was Kylo's master and reached out to him across the galaxy and was able to convince him to come to the dark side. Oh, that's right. Although now, supposedly, that was Palpatine. Oh, well, um, then problem solved. That's how that's how we killed off Snoke. Snoke was... Because Snoke was a, one of many clones created by Palpatine. 
That's right. That that is a hundred percent right. Um, so it's possible that he could have been force sensitive, but at the same time, we don't know. We don't know that Ky- that Kylo ever saw Snoke in person. Well, except for that scene. Or did he see him in person? In the Last Jedi, he did. That's how he killed them off. Oh well, well yeah. Before actually, he probably would have seen. It. Never mind. That was stupid. I, but um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. My dog stopped barking real quick. My parents are home. Um, I gotta go here in just a second. So we, we might want to continue right. this another episode, actually. This is fun. Right. Um, you don't have to leave any of that in if you don't I want to. But the last thing I'll say, fun. okay, last thing I'll say is Kathleen's butt needs to go. Replace her with, I, I would say replace her with John Favreau. Um, I know you just said look you at were... what he and Dave Filoni have done with the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and what they're gonna do with the Ahsoka series. The um, Obi Wan series, all the series coming up. Just put him in charge already. Um, put John in charge. Yeah. So you said you were going to make the case. Um, I think the case makes itself. Just compare the crappy yeah. trilogy versus Mandalorian. It's not even a question. Um, I do. Uh, I my point that I was trying to make is that there's nothing wrong with the story elements in the Last Jedi. Nobody hated what he did except for with those characters. And some people like the characters but didn't like other things. Like I hated the Leia thing. It's a, it's a whole other thing. But um I felt Yeah, I didn't like how they just were like surprise she's like this super force sensitive person who then in like in Rise of Skywalker, they're like, oh yeah, she was better than Luke. It's like, where did that crap come from? Yeah, she's Space Mary Poppins. Um, like, I, 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 I have believed that either her or Ahsoka is who Yoda was referring to when he said there is another. Obviously, Ahsoka was not existing at the time of that quote. Cons were, yeah. Um, but I think they could have easily made the case that Ahsoka is the other one that was being referred to by Yoda. I think so too. Um. I just, I just, I, I hated what they did with the last one. And I hated how disjointed this franchise was. It's like nobody sat down Although and planned I'm, out the basic story of the three films that were going to change I, the Star Wars universe. I will say, I think they had a plan where, in, in the plan, in quotations, was the first movie was going to be Han's death. The second movie was going to be Luke's death. The third movie was going to be Leia's. And unfortunately, with the passing of Carrie Fisher that had to get scrapped in terms of Leia. Leia died in And having her... Well, yes, but Carrie Fisher passed away right? So, before shooting... I believe, didn't she pass away after they had shot stuff for 8? Yes, but they'd also filmed some of 9. Yeah, but they were not able to give her... The, I, I don't believe they were able to do the movie they truly wanted because of that. Not that I think that it would have been great, just with how we've seen the first two turn out. Well, she died... But, she died before they finished and released eight. If that was going mm-hmm. to change nine, they could have just killed her when the space popping scenes happened. Like I, when I went in to go see Last Jedi, I'd already heard she died, so I expected that to be their death. And I literally thought to myself, I wonder what this movie was going to look like before she died. And then she came back, and I'm like, what the heck? It was just weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but like, kind of like what you said. I feel like Mandalorian alone shows why John Favreau and Dave Filoni should be in charge. And I think another key thing is Dave Filoni himself with the connection he has with George Lucas. And there are reports that George Lucas has agreed to help write the new trilogy they're making. I hope that's not true. (laughs) I really hope that's not true. I hope it is, personally. Okay. Well, um, I say we have another conversation about this sometime. Just make it an episode, because this has been fun. Um, 
I will leave that in. Grant, do you want to go ahead and get us out of here now that we're we're done? Yes, now that I'm done with my rant about why Kathleen Kennedy needs to go, uh, you can if you if you have any response to that of if you're like Grant and for some reason like the Last Jedi, you can let us know and not Rick roll us at much talk about nothing at gmail.com or on <laughs> like how I said that as if I wasn't involved in it. Um you can find us on Instagram at much talk about nothing. You can find us on Twitter at MTAN Podcast. We have a Discord, which is much talk municipality. Link to that in the description. And we have our website, which is podpage.com slash MTAN, all lowercase. Yep. And for the, I guess, complete Star Wars fanatic who hates The Last Jedi, I'm the guy that hated Beauty and the Beast, the remake. Um, (laughs) 